Welcome to Wellness Realness with Christina Rice. I'm your host, Christina. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, holistic health coach, Reiki practitioner, and the creator of ChristinaRiceWellness.com, where you can find my blog, recipes, services, programs, and ebooks. In this podcast, I'll be discussing all things related to health and wellness, and I promise to always keep it very real. Remember my disclaimer, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and is not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you'd like to submit a question or a topic for me to discuss, submit it on the podcast page at ChristinaRiceWellness.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a rating and a review on iTunes, and join our Facebook group, Wellness Wellness Podcast Tribe. It is so crazy to me that we are almost halfway through November, December is going to hit, and then it's going to be 2020, and this year has gone by so incredibly fast. I can't even get over it. Right now, I'm up in LA for a quick weekend trip. What else is new? Celebrating my friend's birthday, my friend Michelle, Michelle Strand. I'm sure many of you know her. It's her birthday this weekend, so wish her a happy birthday. And going to record some podcasts, get some other work done while I'm up here. It's going to be a great time. Although I can tell you, I do not miss the LA traffic. That's the one thing I don't miss. I definitely miss Erewhon, though. Erewhon can never be replaced. But anyways, speaking of birthdays, gifts, holidays, I'm currently working on some gift guides to get out. I know people love gift guides. I always get asked for them, and I don't even know if people actually use them, but I personally just like to see what's on other people's gift guides, so I'm working on those for you. But you guys know that my go-to for the holidays is always the beauty counter holiday sets because it makes holiday shopping so easy because there's a set for literally everyone. Personal care products are great as gifts because sometimes they are things that people wouldn't usually buy for themselves and it's nice to help someone feel pampered. And when you get a beauty counter holiday set, it's a great way to help someone switch to safer products. So I've basically already done all my holiday shopping and pretty much everyone is getting a beauty counter gift from me and sometimes I break them up and, you know, I'll get a lip gloss vault and hand cream and give two lip glosses with a hand cream to someone or do one of the lip jellies with the gift cards. You can split them up that way, but I'm pretty much already done with my holiday shopping, which makes things so much easier. And then when I'm doing my gift guides, I'm more of just like, imagining what I would buy if I hadn't just gotten all the holiday sets from Beauty Counter. But I've been getting a lot of emails lately asking about some of my favorites, which by the way, if you ever need skincare, makeup recommendations, just recs in general, feel free to email me at christina at christinaricewellness.com. I am happy to help. But people have been asking me about my faves and I just wanted to give a shout out to some of my favorite sets this year. So first of all, I absolutely love the skincare favorites every year. It has overnight or surfacing peel and the charcoal mask and the balancing oil and the cleansing stick. So that's a must. Also highly recommend the glow and go mini oils, the lip jellies. Those are awesome. The pout perfector lip care set, which is a really nice sugar scrub for your lips and the transforming duo or basically it's a lipstick that it looks clear and you put it on your lips and it adjusts to your lips 
skin tone so it gives you a perfect shade of pink so you don't have to worry about whether or not it'll look good on someone because it's literally designed to look good on everyone because it adjusts to your lip shade so you can find all of those at beautycounter.com slash christina rice and again if you need any recs feel free to reach out to me i love helping people shop at this time of year as part of why i love this time of year being a beauty counter consultant because i like helping people figure out what to get other people <laughs> And another great gift for this time of year that will definitely be on my holiday gift guide is a set of crystals or a specific crystal or, to be specific, the new Crystal 365 book and crystal set that comes with it written by today's guest, Heather Askinosi. Heather is the co-founder of Energy Muse, which is one of my go-to providers of healing crystals and crystal jewelry. I feel like everyone knows about Energy Muse. I got my first crystals from them and totally changed my life. You know, I love the healing power of crystals, but Heather is a leading influencer on the power of crystals and feng shui and all things holistic healing. And she has such an interesting history and story and has studied with the best healers from all over the world for over 30 years. And she's collected so much wisdom about different ancient teachings and how to utilize energy technology. Then in 2000, Heather co-founded Energy Muse with her partner, Timmy, and together the two wrote the book Crystal Muse, Everyday Rituals to Tune into the Real You. And now Heather's debut solo book, Crystal 365, is now available. When this comes out, it will be available. And I love this book. I got it, and you can get it with a set of crystals, so you can get the 52 crystals that are featured in the book in a set and the book breaks down exactly how to use every crystal, what crystals to use for whatever goal you're focusing on in your life. It's just so easy to follow, so easy to understand, so much helpful information in there that's just broken down in a really digestible way and I am in love with this so I think it would be a great gift anyways for you or someone else. So if you haven't already checked out Energy Muse Crystals, definitely, definitely go get some. I love them. You can just go to energymuse.com and also head to their Instagram at Energy Muse and Heather's Instagram is at Heather Askinosi. These are real deal. Energy Muse has designed crystal jewelry for... A bunch of celebrities, Lana Dunham, David Beckham, Tony Robbins, Molly Sims, the list goes on, and they've been featured in so many amazing media outlets like Refinery29, Well and Good, Mind Body Green, Cosmo, Forbes, again, the list goes on. So I was so excited to chat with Heather about all things crystals and crystal healing. I know a lot of you are really interested in crystals and want to learn more. Maybe you're already really into them or maybe you don't really get the whole crystal thing. But I absolutely love crystals and I'm really excited for you to hear Heather's story and her explanation about how they work, why they work, how to use them, what to do with them, all the things. And you're just gonna love Heather's energy in general. You can tell as you know, as soon as you hear her talk, she has such incredible energy and it is so infectious. So you're just gonna love this episode. You're gonna love Heather. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into this conversation with Heather Askinosi. 
co-founder of Energy Muse. Heather, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I have been so excited to chat with you. I got into crystals because of Energy Muse. You guys <gasps> were my first crystals. Are you kidding me? I wow, this made my day. Thank you so. Oh my god, that's so exciting. Yeah, thank you. So you. No, thank you. You got me into them, and now I have like an insane collection. Probably not like yours, but I think it's pretty epic. Um, But for people who aren't familiar with you, why don't you just tell my audience a little bit about you and what you do? Well, I love crystals. And um, they came into my life about 27 years ago. And I knew nothing about crystals at that time or a lot of this stuff. But the minute I saw one and held it and learned about it and learned what energy was and that I could hold energy in my hand through a crystal, I was hooked. And at that point, I started traveling and studying with kahunas and medicine men and healers and you name it, and took me on a complete journey. But I'm here, I own Energy Muse with my best friend and business partner since we were nine years old. We've owned Energy Muse for 18 years. And it's our mission and our passion to share the information of Mama Earth crystals and how you could use them as a tool to help you tap into your power, into your purpose, and just to elevate your life. Yes, I love it. And (laughs) I I wanna go back a little bit. So how did you and Timmy first meet? You were nine? Yeah, we lived next, actually um, her grandma Jo, lived in between I we lived in Manhattan Beach and I lived in a house her grandma Joe lived in the middle and then she lived on the other side and so we would always go over to her grandma Joe's house and this is a long time ago but her grandma Joe would talk to us about reincarnation and all these very mystical things and we started a friendship then and it's lasted a lifetime our life so far so it's all good. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. So then tell me about the first time you held a crystal. What was your crystal origin story? Well, I went by this store and I looked inside and yeah, this is, you know, 20 odd years ago, some years ago. And there wasn't a lot of stores like that then, you know, nowadays that's common, but back then I looked in the store and it had candles and it had crystals and soaps and all these things, but it was so intriguing. And I walked in the store and across the room, I saw this sparkly purple stone and I asked the store owner what it was. And she said, that's an amethyst. And I said, what is an amethyst? And she said, it's a crystal that comes from, from Brazil and it is believed to help you with your intuition. And I said, well, what is intuition? I don't know what that means. And so she described what that was. And I ended up buying the crystal because I was so intrigued and it was this world I'd never heard of. And I took it home and I started holding it and I just loved it. And I started studying about crystals at that time. And there wasn't very, there was hardly any books on the market. But there was this one lady that I heard of that was um, knew about crystals, and she lived on the big island of Hawaii. And literally three days later, I called her up, and I said, I'd like to come and study with you, and would you teach me about crystals? And she said, yeah, but you got to come to the big island. I booked a flight, and I went over there for a week. And I literally soaked up 
all the information she had on crystals. And from that day forward, I was hooked. Oh my gosh. Okay. Why do you think you were so drawn to them? Like, that's a pretty powerful story. (laughs) I think I was drawn to them because at that point I was in my, you know, late Mm twenties and I was very triple type A achiever, you know, had to, you know, wanted to be successful, had to make a certain amount of money. I had all these checklists and on paper I looked, I would, I would look good. I mean, I had, I had what you would, we were supposed to have, but something inside of me was very restless. I was not happy. Um, in the fact that I didn't feel fulfilled and I felt like there was more and I felt as if I was achieving, but on a soul level or on a deeper level, I wasn't into spirituality. I didn't even know about that at this point, but I just felt like there was something more. And when I went to the big Island of Hawaii, which, you know, for me, that's my favorite Island now. But at that time when I went, it was a very intense experience for me. And I didn't go back to the big Island for about 10 years because it was such a, it almost ripped me right open. And I, at that point, it was something that was, it happened very quickly. And it's obviously what needed to happen because I needed to progress. But when I went over there and I felt the energy of the earth, when I was able to hold crystals and have them laid on my body and be in the middle of the big island in the middle of nowhere. And I was hearing all these sounds of nature and I had mother earth on my body. I felt connected on such a level that was so deep. I wanted to feel that all the time because that wasn't my norm. And I think that that's what got me at that moment for a lifelong journey that I've been on. What were you doing before this? I was selling high-end real estate. So I, at the time, my background was in feng shui, which once again, back way back then, not a lot of people knew about it, but feng shui is, you know, the art of placement. And so what I would do is I would feng shui my homes and they would be balanced. And so they would sell very quickly. And so I learned about this invisible world of energy through feng shui. But at that point, I loved what I was doing, but I wanted to know more about this world that exists that's invisible, but it's very much real. Um, And so for me, crystals were the thing that were able to land the invisible world of energy into something that was physical that I could hold on to and I could intellectually get my head around. Yes. So what got you into feng shui? I had a client who was a Fortune 500 uh, business executive out of Brazil. And he came in town and he said, I will buy a ton of real estate from you, but the houses have to have good feng shui. And I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he said, well, you better learn about it because I don't buy anything that doesn't have good feng shui. So I researched and I found that there was a school in Monterey Park in California. And I went and I was one of the very few women in the room because I learned classical feng shui, which is based on mathematical sequences and how a parcel is laid upon a piece of land. 
And I learned about how energy moves, and but there's also formulas and systems to energy in that reside within space. And so what happened was after learning about that, I ended up selling him quite a bit of real estate and he ended up um, eventually moving out of California and moved on to some another place. But he was really the gateway to changing my life in many ways. Wow. Serendipity. So, yeah, exactly. So can we talk about this whole idea of energy in like this whole world that we can't see that's invisible, right? Because yes. I'm like half the people listening to this are into this or into crystals or into they right. understand the way energy works. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to this still aren't sold or they don't understand. Um, okay. So maybe you can dive into what this invisible world of energy is. Well, as I started studying crystals, one thing that I found very interesting is, is that every ancient civilization since the beginning of time have utilized crystals in some way. And if you go back and you study, there was, you know, the Babylonians used them. They were used in China. They were in tombstones. They were used as uh, in Ayurvedic medicine. They were ground up and ingested. In Egypt, they, it was used as makeup. It was, you know, the pharaohs had them wore crystals on their body. They, they buried, were buried with them to take into the afterlife. And even if you look now, what I love about crystals is they keep reinventing themselves. So look at our computer screen, LCD screens, liquid crystal display. Mm -hmm. If you look at um, a lot of the lasers on the market today and some of the most advanced technology, they have quartz crystal and crystals in them, uh, our watches, our computer chips, everything. It's this technology. So I found that to be very, very interesting because usually if something withholds, you know, time, there's got to be something to it. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think there's different levels of, of this world because when we are little, most of us, if we went to a park or a lake or by the ocean, when we were little, we would pick up a rock or a pebble and we would collect it. And there would be these little earth treasures. And it's something that I think innately we just did. And we knew that we have this connection with the earth. It's, you know, it's our home. It's the common denominator between all of us. We have our feet on the ground. And so... Some, for some people, crystals can be something just beautiful that you look at and you have in your home. For some people, they can be something to hold on to as a talisman. For some people, they can be something you program to help you remember what you want to manifest in your life. For some people, they're healing. For some people, they are things to manifest your dreams. So there's all different modalities because there's all different kinds of people, but the reason I feel crystals are so important now more than ever is, is that we must get connected to the energy of the earth, Mama Gaia, because we need to be aware, we need to be conscious, and we need to heal her because this is our home. And there's a lot going on on the planet right now. If you look at the fires and the floods and the rainforests, and I think there's a lot of messages that we need to see. The trash in the ocean, mm -hmm. I mean, we, we really 
we we are empowered people and we are magnificent people when we're at our highest level of consciousness and movement and um, empathy and we can create great change so how how do we heal her i just you know everybody will have their own modality of what they do and people it might be hey look i'm not going to I'm not going to use as much plastic. I remember Timmy and I took a trip to Costa Rica, which I absolutely love. We went to Nosara. And there was such a respect level in this little town. And everyone was so cognizant of, you know, let's not do plastic and we don't do this. And there was such a respect on a daily basis as, as you know, recently went to Bali and there was offerings and there was once again this respect and this mutual exchange and how people do it everyone will be different some people will be more cognizant of what they recycle or what they use or you know everybody can do different things I just think it's you know taking action on doing something and being aware making one little change so what, how do you explain to people who are new to the world of crystals, like how they actually work? Like, I'm sure you get skeptics. So like, how can a crystal do, do have right. properties? Right. So I think for, for us at Energy Muse, and this is what I personally believe in, is I look at crystals as a tool. I look at crystals as, you know, some people go to yoga, some people drink green juices, some people meditate, some people breathe, some people do mantras. There's so many unbelievable ways we can heal. I look at crystals as another tool to help you on your path. So many of us, um, myself included, is is that I have to get grounded in my body. For me, it's easy to go get out of my body in meditation, and it's easy for me to get to these upper levels. But that doesn't do anything unless you're grounded with both feet on the ground. And when we're connected and we're grounded and we're centered and balanced, we can create tons of magical things in our life. So on one level, I think that, the, you know, and don't trust me with this. I think you always have to try things and see if they work for you and do your own research and then you make your own decisions. But whether you believe in crystals and their energy or what they do, what's nice to do is just put two of them in your hand and hold them and just visualize yourself being grounded and taking some deep breaths. And just that simple act can create a shift in a short amount of time. And I think it's these little things that we do consistently that sometimes can create the biggest change, whether you believe in it or not. The whole journey, in my opinion, about crystals is for you to land back in your heart and to feel because it's really easy on most days to be in our heads and be thinking all the time, which is which is great. But also we want to land in our hearts and we want to feel and we want to come from that place, too. And crystals are a, a, a vehicle and a tool to help you land from your head back into your heart. Yeah, I love that. And I totally agree. And I think also, I mean, just logistically, I mean, a a big issue is that so many people aren't grounded, like you said, right? And we are so far removed from the earth when so many people spend all day in an office and buildings around technology. um, And just energetically, like the transfer of ions, like we need to be touching the earth, right? So Mm -hmm. it's like you can bring this piece of earth with you. Yeah, that I love that you said that, because so many people I feel maybe that's why crystals are having this emergence and this awakening or 
more and more people are being open to consider them is because many of us are in um, urban environments and inside all day. And so just being able to pick up a crystal if you have it on your desk, that brings that energy of the earth to you when you're inside and when you want to have the outside mother nature with you and not everyone can get out and go do that. So you have that opportunity to have it inside with you. Yeah. And I want to talk more about um, kind of like crystal healing. And well, you mentioned when you were in Hawaii having like the mm-hmm. crystals on your body for the first time. Can you tell yeah. me more about that experience? This experience was you know, I had never had crystals laid on my body before. So that was new. But basically, you lay down and she placed all different crystals on each one of my chakras, these energy centers that reside up and down our body. And she put them on my body on the chakra points. I had some beneath my, uh, you know, in between my feet, I had them above my head. And basically, it was really about me just breathing. But at that point, I didn't really know how to breathe. You know, I was very, always very amped up. And so just laying there and breathing and being with myself and just being in the cyclical um, rhythmic energy with these stones on my body with a weight that tethered me to the ground, it was amazing. And I almost felt as if my body became one with the earth. And right at that moment, I'm like, oh my God. So this is what it feels like to be totally grounded. There was this calmness. There was this energy of equilibrium that just felt really good. And for many years, I chased that feeling. But the feeling was really about bringing stillness energy of the earth and breath together all together to create that link up. And so it's a formula that we all can tap into and it just takes that time, space and breath holding the energy of the earth. And it's, it's really magical. You mentioned that Hawaii, like being on the big Island, you said it ripped you open and it was very intense. Yeah. What, what do you mean by that? Uh, okay. Well, for me, I love the Hawaiian islands. I've grown up ever since I was a little kid. I always went to the Hawaiian islands. And at that point, the big island and most of the Hawaiian islands, I think, in my opinion, are their portals. And there's an energy of synchronicity when you go to the Hawaiian islands. And if you go to the Hawaiian islands with intention, and for me, whenever I go, I pay deep respect to the energy of the earth. And the first thing that I do when I get off the airplane is like, hey, thank you for letting me be here. I am just in total awe and gratitude. And at that point, I think for me, because I wanted to, I wanted to dabble, but it wasn't a time for me to dabble. It was time for me to get to work because it was time to break myself wide open. And I think I had a lot of heart walls around me in my late 20s. And what happened was when I went to the Hawaiian Islands and I went by myself and I was integrated with just crystals all day long and just opening up my energy field and being with the ocean and being with the nature. And I didn't have 
anyone with me. And I, it wasn't like I had the phones were not like they are now where it's everything's so accessible. There was a lot of time for reflection and I didn't know what any of those things were to be with myself. And I just got to a place of, I was crying. I was opening up. I was uncomfortable to such a point that it changed my life. So in a way I look back and it was the biggest blessing. And what's interesting now, I love the big Island. It's my favorite Island. I go through different parts where I, you know, Kauai was my favorite Island and Oahu and, you know, Molokai. But right now I think the big Island is one of my favorite islands because there's so much diversity on that Island. And it is very much a reflection of our human soul and how diverse we can be on this healing journey. Yeah, so what was the biggest change in you from like after that experience? How did you change? I didn't see I didn't see thing I didn't see life the same way. I was I knew there there was more. I knew that there was more for me to do. I knew there was more for me to discover. Um I knew that I was on a journey that at that point nobody understood because this was what, 28 years ago. And so it was something I really couldn't intellectually explain, but it was something I, I quit selling real estate. I like, I made the money I used. I traveled and I studied with healers. So my mom and my dad and my family and my friends are like, what are you doing? You're leaving this really great income and you're going to, what you're going to study energy and crystals. Are you losing it? And, but there was such a pull of contentment and fulfillment that was beyond money. Although at some point I'm like, how am I going to pay my bills? But it all worked out. Um, But that was the birth of energy muse because my mom, I called my mom up one day and I said, you know, I don't know how I've gone through all my money. And she said, Heather, you're starving with a loaf of bread in your hands. And I said, what do you mean? She said, You've studied and traveled the world. You've studied with all these healers and these medicine people and these indigenous people in the jungles. Take this information and share this wisdom that you have gained with other people. And I said, okay. And that's, I designed a a necklace called Prosperity, which took my feng shui background in the world of crystals. And I put them together and I gave them to 10 people. Timmy was one of them. And I asked that everyone wear the necklace for 10 days and after 10 days, give me feedback if anything changed in their life. And all 10 people came back and said, hey, my life changed. Not so much that money was flying out of the sky, but doors opened, something changed. They met a person that they that, you know, was bringing opportunities. And so Timmy's background was in the garment industry. And so word of mouth spread about the necklace, the prosperity necklace, and people wanted them. And that's really how Energy Muse started from the trunk of my car. Timmy um, found out how to make these necklaces and we were literally selling them. We couldn't even keep them in stock because it was selling so fast and it went like wildfire. And that's how our company was birthed. Wow. Wait, what crystal was it? It's And it's still on our line today. Um, the first, it's called Prosperity and it's uh, green jade with three Chinese coins tied with red spring with with red string brings money, 
and opportunity and prosperity. So the necklace is still on our website because we, that was, it's just, it has, I think it's, I mean, it's still one of our best sellers to this day. So there's a technology, there's a formula, there's an energy about it. Once again, we've been in business for 18 years. So usually people, you know, we've been doing this before it kind of became trendy or now more people are open to crystals, but we've been doing this a long time and it's not because people weren't buying crystals. I'm very happy today to say that people are finally talking about it, but a lot of people have been into this, but it just they, it wasn't a platform where people could be open about discussing these kind of things. Why do you think they weren't open to discussing these kinds of things? Uh, I think there was a very big stigma before, and I'm sure there still is, which is one of the reasons why I wrote Crystal 365. But I think back then it might have been, um, you know, a lot of people that didn't know about really more of the deeper mechanics of it is, is that it might've been very woo woo or overly magical or giving your power over to something instead of your belief system. But that's, that's never what it was about for us. Mm I hope you guys are enjoying this chat with Heather as much as I am, but I want to take a brief break to tell you about today's podcast sponsor, Native. I know it can be difficult to find a non-toxic deodorant that actually works, and that is why I'm so excited to tell you about Native because I've been using this deodorant for quite some time now, at least five months, and I... Absolutely love it. Native deodorant is filled with ingredients found in nature like coconut oil for its antimicrobial properties, shea butter for moisturizing, and tapioca starch to absorb wetness. It is formulated without any aluminum, parabens, or talc, and there is absolutely no animal testing. I love that Native comes in a wide variety of different scents for men and women, and they have new limited edition seasonal scents throughout the year. They also have an unscented formula if you don't like a scent, and they have a baking soda-free formula for anyone with sensitivities. So if you find that when you use non-toxic deodorants, you get a rash under your armpits, then you probably are someone who might react to a bit of baking soda. So go ahead and just get that sensitive formula. And there's really no risk to trying it out. Native offers free returns and exchanges in the U.S., And you can also save $2 per stick if you subscribe. So Native will just deliver it to your door every one, two, three, or four months, depending on how often you go through a stick of deodorant. Like I said, they have so many amazing scents to pick from. I have tried a few different ones. The coconut and vanilla, I absolutely love. And then recently I have been using their pink grapefruit and elderflower, which was a seasonal scent a couple months ago. Some of their other classic scents are the lavender and rose and the cucumber and mint and eucalyptus and mint. I've been checking out their recent seasonal scents though and I really have my eye on the pumpkin spice latte and the sweet almond and honey. If you don't like sweet scents though, then the peony and jasmine tea or the linen and cotton flower also sound amazing. I just love this deodorant because it holds up all day long and it's relatively warm here in San Diego and it can be hard to find a deodorant that lasts all day, keeps you smelling good, doesn't stain your clothes and that's why I love this because it really does last all day. It smells good but isn't too overpowering and it doesn't ruin my clothes, doesn't cause me any underarm irritation. I just don't have to worry about anything when I use this. So I highly recommend trying it out if you haven't already. 
if you want to try out native deodorant, then luckily I have a 20% off discount code for you. So all you have to do is visit nativedeodorant.com and use my promo code wellness for 20% off. So for 20% off your first purchase, just go to nativedeodorant.com. That's N-A-T-I-V-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com and use my promo code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S at checkout. And again, that will get you 20% off your first purchase. When you try it out, I would love to hear about your experience and let me know about the scent you try because I want to keep trying new scents. I love to switch it up and I want to know what you are liking. Now that you know a little bit more about my current favorite Dio, let's go ahead and hop back into this chat with Heather. So when you were traveling to all these different countries, working with all of these different healers, um, what were kind of so, like what were kind of the main takeaways from that? Like what were you looking for? And like were there any experiences that really stood out from that journey? Well, I'm a seeker, so I'm one of those people that is always looking and discovering, and I'm very into all that. And what, you know, back then, studying and going and just soaking up energy from elders was really, really powerful because they held within them wisdom. And I wasn't going to people that are your mainstream people. I mean, I was I was going into the jungles. I was going into, I was there's a whole underground of energy workers that don't want to be known. You know what I mean? That's not their, that's not their jam. But what I think my biggest takeaway is that there was this inner stillness, this inter, this inner knowing that was so confident and powerful and just in alignment these people were in alignment with who they were and their truth and what they were here to do. And they didn't deviate or navigate off that. And I found that really, really powerful. And the common denominator, at least with the people I studied with, was this respect for Mother Earth and teaching how to get to that point of really being in connection with her, honoring her, respecting her, and being somebody that shares and gives back. Yeah. So how did that change your spiritual practice? I think for me, I had to start getting more still. Mm. I had to learn how to come to the mat or come to the pillow or come to whatever I was coming to. Cause my, my regime changes all the time. I do 40, 180 day things. Um, but what I learned is that consistency in whatever it is that you do decide to do is the magic formula as long as you do something every day. Mm. So what are some of the different things you do? Um, I, I'm very into Kundalini yoga. Mm -hmm. I recently have discovered Nam yoga, which I'm, I don't, I mean, I think you said you were in Santa Monica. They're based out of Santa Monica. Um, I'm very into movement with sound and mantra I definitely, uh, for me, that's my connection. I, I pray, I take walks out in nature, but I do something every single day. Some days are longer, some days are shorter, but I've made that commitment to myself and I've done that for the last 27 years of my life. 
And what are some of the, the ways you incorporate crystals into your day? Well, crystals are everywhere in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're everywhere. I wear crystals every single day. I have them on my body. I They're in my car. Uh, they're everywhere. I hold on to them. I'm wearing them. They're in my bedroom. They're under my bed. I mean, they're everywhere. So they're, they're, they're part of my lifestyle. They're, it's just, they're like plants for me. So, you know what I mean? They're, they're little crystal people, they're plants, they're energy. And they make me happy. They light up a room and I just love them. They literally, it's changed my life in such a great way. And Every day I give gratitude that I get to do this for a living. So let's dive into the crystal logistics here. Okay. <laughs> so let's say someone's brand new to crystals. They're like, where okay. do I start? I don't know anything about crystals, but it sounds interesting. What should I do? Okay. So it's interesting because Timmy and I have owned Energy Muse for 18 years. <clears throat> but the number one question we get and have got for the last 18 years is where do I start? What do I do? And the new book crystal three, six, five, that's coming out on November 12th really simplifies it because one of the old ways that not older ways, but one of the ways we used to say is go to a crystal store, go online and pick a crystal that you're drawn to Mm -hmm. trust your intuition. But a lot of people and thousands of people are like, what is intuition? How do I trust my intuition? I still don't know where to start. So crystal 365 takes 52 crystals, the most rampant crystals on the planet, and says, okay, pick what you want. So for example, if someone's like, I want to work on my wealth, basically what I've done is I've combined one crystal to one purpose. So if you want to work on wealth, you would work with pyrite. If somebody says, I want to get grounded, then you would work with the stone hematite. So every crystal is matched with one intention. And so I I really feel, and then what happens is you go to that page in the book and it gives you an affirmation and it gives you three simple steps of what you can do right now, today, to work with that crystal. So basically this book is very direct It tells you exactly what to do to start, because once you start, then you can start creating your own routines after that. But sometimes the first step is the hardest step. And so with Crystal 365, I wanted to take all the guesswork out of it for people where if they felt confused or they didn't know, it would answer that first question. And then from there, they can start their journey. So it takes 52 crystals. And then at the end of the book, it takes 30 combinations because a lot of people email us, Hey, I want to get a, trying to get a new job. What crystals do I use? Hey, I'm going on an interview. What crystal should I use? I'm starting a new health regime. What crystal should I use? So it takes combos of the 52 crystals in the book and puts them all together. It is very simple it's digestible, it is easy, and it answers every single question so that you can start in a very logical, easy way. Yeah, I'm excited to get that book. And that's also why I love your your sets you guys have on like on the website because when I was first getting into these, I bought like the chakra set and then something for wealth and then something for like 
overcoming blocks, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gives you like a step-by-step, like what to do with them and like why you're using each crystal, which I think is really helpful. Well, thank you. And, and really the reason we've even come up with this is because our community is interested, but they want to have, everyone's busy. Everyone's like, Hey, if you guys are the experts, please share with us what we can do to get started in an easy way that's not going to be overly expensive where we can start working with crystals and see if it works for us and if we want to integrate them into our lives. Mm-hmm. So let's say someone knows, okay, they get the book, they, mm-hmm. know, what, they know what crystal they need. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to crystals in general, like what do people need to know about sourcing and like if it's high quality or not? Well, I think it's, I look at sourcing very similar to food. Um, And, you know, these are questions that when I first started and Timmy first started doing this 18 years ago, these questions were not even part of the conversation. And only as of the last two years have they become part of the conversation. So they're conversations that we also are having. Because we've been doing this so long, we have the ability to go directly to the miners. So we're starting to ask questions. How are the miners being treated? How are these taken from the earth? What's going on? And the big conversation in the crystal community right now is, is how are the people being treated that are taking these out of the earth? And then are they getting paid fair wages? Are they being treated well? And then what happens once they come to us and how we cleanse them and purify them is another step. But the real, it's a big, you know, it's an interesting conversation because I'm not in the mine in Brazil. So I can't talk to the point of how those are coming out of the earth because I don't know how many people in the mining industry are on that kind of level of consciousness because these people are taking the crystals and, and bringing them out of the earth. But what we are aligning with with more miners that are asking these types of questions that are making sure that once they come out of the earth, that they are in being respected and the people that are taking them out of the earth are being respected. And then once our ownership as human beings is once we do, and if we are going to work with crystals, are we going to use them to heal ourselves? Are we going to use them to raise our consciousness? Are we going to use them to do good things? And I have to say, after 28 years, I've never thrown a crystal in the trash. I've never put it in my recycling bin. Whenever I have a crystal is broken or something that I feel like it's I've it's time to go back to the earth, I bury it into the earth or I put it back in nature. So it does go back outside into and given back to Mother Earth. So what about I've noticed that like in a lot of crystal shops now there is a good amount of like man-made yeah stones too so are those as effective is is there a difference there you know what i can't talk to that point because i i know there's there's i will say that there's becoming more and more counterfeit crystals on the market and that's something that we try to really be on top of um and i personally feel that they feel different Mm -hmm. however um I know that there's a lot of people that are working with different modalities of crystals and some of them are man-made. And I think at the end of the day, you have to trust what works for you. We're all different. Everybody has different philosophies. For me right now, I really just love working with the natural minerals, whether they're raw or tumbled. I just, 
I really still like working with that modality personally. Yeah. So if someone is like, you know, they walk up to a crystal shop and they really want to buy one. Are there any tells for like, if it's, if it's counterfeit or not, or is it just kind of like, you don't know? You know, I think it's really important. I've seen more so with the quartz crystal per se as being more of the ones that we're looking for with the counterfeit. Take a little look at them. They feel a little bit different. Take a look. Sometimes if something is too perfect, you know, Mother Earth is is a magnificent essence, but she has striations and movement within her crystals and some are smoky and some have little cracks in them. There's you know, they're not perfectly crystal clear, all of them. I mean, they exist on the market, but that's like not rampant. So really take a look at your crystals and spend time with them and hold them and tap in as we started with the conversation, tap into your heart. How does it make you feel? Does it, how does it feel? What's the weight of it? What does it look like? And the more you tap into it, you'll know, Mm -hmm. you'll know. Yeah. I, uh, I, when I first got into crystals, I didn't even really think about any of this. And then I remember I went to see uh, an intuitive and I, she was like, oh, do you have citrine? And I was like, yeah, I have this one. I had gotten it at a crystal shop and she was like, oh, that's not real. Like she just looked at it. Um, well, yeah, citrine right now is one of these stones that um, are, is often heat treated. Mm. But there is real crystal. There's So this is an interesting conversation because... There is real citrine on the market, but it's very, very expensive. And so there's this question of this yellow stone that has been heat treated that is citrine or is named as citrine, although it might not be the real citrine, which is a lot more expensive and has a deeper uh, hue to it. Will it still hold the space? For some people, they say no, but for some people, it does. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I don't want to say that there's a right or wrong answer to that because we are all unique and some people are purists and they say, hey, I want the real citrine and I can afford to pay the pricing for that. Mm-hmm. And then there's some people that are saying, you know what, even though this is heat treated, it will hold the space for citrine for me. And my intention, because remember, crystals are a tool. Mm-hmm. The, the human being is the one who's really manifesting the energy and the power. This will hold the space of citrine for me, for me to remember my intentions of manifesting magnificence and money and prosperity. It holds that space. So you have to trust yourself. You have to see what works for you and you have to go with that. Okay. I love that answer. So let's say someone gets their crystals Um, Can we talk about clearing crystals and why Mm -hmm. that's important and how to do that? Okay. Once again, trust yourself always. For me, I always think it's important to have the environment that the crystals reside in be a a pure and clean slate as well. So that's why in Crystal Muse on page 32, there is a prayer that I got from a Native American medicine man. And it was, he allowed this prayer to be reprinted. And it is a powerful prayer to clear energy in your house when you smudge your house with sage. 
So you can cleanse your space. And then there's so many different ways to cleanse your crystals. Once again, trust yourself. You could smudge them. You could put them in smoke. You could put sound over them. You can put your favorite mantras on your phone and play them out loud and clear your crystals with with sound. You could put them under the sun. You could put them under the moon. You could put them in water with uh, Bach Remedy. You could bury them in soil. Do you see how there's this list of all these different modalities? Mm -hmm. Trust what works for you. Because some people work, um, some people live in apartment buildings and, and they are, they don't have access to putting a crystal, you know, um, under the sun in a mood cycle. So they will spray it with sage or smudge, or they'll put sound and they'll clear it. That will clear the crystal as well. But it is very, very important to cleanse your crystals. Although if you buy them from Energy Muse, we do that for you. I think it's one of the things that we are adamant about. And at 5.30, from 5.30 until 7, or excuse me, 7.30 the next morning, sound frequency is goes throughout our entire warehouse. We have different mantras that play. We have different sound waves that go on to clear all the crystals. Every night, copal, frankincense, and different smokes are going on and um, purifies our space. So when you buy a crystal from Energy Muse, it has already come cleansed and purified. The next step is when you get a crystal, we believe, I believe you have to give your crystal a job. So you want to hold the crystal in your hand. You want to say out loud, I programmed this crystal for blank. And then the crystal knows and you know what you want to work with it for. So say, for example, you program a crystal for peace. You go outside, you get in an altercation with somebody driving or somebody that you talk through through the day and you're not feeling very peaceful, but you go home and you see that crystal and you're like, ah, I program myself for peace. You pick it up and then you remember your intention. So the crystal holds the space when you forget to hold it for yourself. Okay. Um, something else I was wondering about is, um, what about like shapes of crystals? Do those signify certain properties or does it matter? I think shapes are good for the human brain. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, when somebody is working on love and you could have a crystal, that's the shape of a heart. It helps to program better. I think that sometimes if you are working to have intentions go upward, crystal points are very helpful in that place. Something, somebody wants to work with uh, energy of building energy so it goes out in all directions. There's no beginning and no end. Spheres are very nice for that. So you know what I'm saying? I think that it helps to hone in on an intention and what you want to manifest. So shapes do hold energy follows, you know, sacred geometry. Mm -hmm. So I think that's another layer. If you like, you could add on. Okay. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. There's so many things that go into it. Yeah. Um, so I would love to kind of go over maybe a top like three to five crystals. Like you think that mm -hmm. they're good for most people mm -hmm. um, and kind of what the, what they can be used for and like why you think that people should add those to their collection first. Okay. Well, I'll go over the top five that we're selling at Energy Muse right now because it's interesting. Whatever's going on in the world is kind of what we sell more of here. So it's it's very – I love watching it. But what we're selling a lot of is a stone called black tourmaline. 
black tourmaline is for protection. Literally hundreds of emails come into us over just one day of what can I wear for protection? How can I have more protection around my energy field? How can I protect myself from a coworker? Protection, protection, protection. So I definitely think black tourmaline is that energetic bodyguard that you could wear on your body. You could put a piece in front of your house or apartment building. It is definitely the stone for energetic protection. I have a piece in my car and I love it. So that's definitely a top one. Another stone that we're selling a ton of is called Shungite. I definitely suggest that every human take a look at that one on the internet and see what's going on with that. It's being touted as the miracle stone of the 21st century. It has the ability to harmonize EMFs. So highly suggest getting Shungite by your computers, your modems, your routers, anything where there's something EMF coming off of. um, Definitely one of our top sellers. We can't even keep it in stock. It is so powerful. Uh, The next one would be selenite, which is this. I kind of look at it as a beam of white light. A lot of people that are having trouble with sleeping, insomnia, uh, not being able to get to bed, have found that selenite is amazing right before you go to bed to place on your chest to help you just clear away the day. That's a very, very powerful one. Blue lace agate seems to be one that a lot of parents are calling for their kids for because there's so much anxiety right now. Um, In the book, we talk about blue lace agate and getting a small tumbled stone and putting it over your pulse point on your wrist to help you with releasing anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I think the last one, interestingly, we've been selling a lot of this right now is rainbow obsidian uh, for grief for people that are healing from just sadness, people that might have passed on. Uh, people that have a, maybe a broken heart from a relationship that want to move on, but there's still some energy in their heart chakra that they want to let go of. Rainbow Obsidian is a, an amazing stone for that because it absorbs pain and heartache, and then it blasts your energy field with the rainbow. That's interesting that that's being sold so much right now. It probably speaks to kind of what you're saying, like what's going on energetically Yeah. on a larger scale. Um, yes. So uh, what about you? What are your top few? <sighs> See, I I have to say right now, my staples probably forever will always be Shungite. I think everybody needs to have that in their energy field. I think they need it at their house. Selenite is something that I have in the corners of my bedrooms and my kids' rooms and most rooms in my house. On a daily basis, I um, recently have been wearing Shungite over my heart because there's just so many EMFs. There's just so much out there right now. And let's see. Those are the two I always pretty much have on me at all times Okay, right now. I'm holding Shungite. I I usually always hold it when I'm podcast recording if I'm at home. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's a great, huh? Yeah. I love that one. Right by my computer. Um, yep. And I'm definitely very sensitive to EMFs. So. So am I. Yeah. So am I. Yeah. 
So I would like to go through a few goals people might have, and maybe you can give some suggestions. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with money, people who want to bring in some wealth. Okay. So going back to our book, if you want to attract wealth in Crystal 365, pyrite is the stone Mm -hmm. to work with. And I love pyrite because it looks like gold. And that's what I love about crystals. Even if you don't know anything about crystals, crystals kind of tell you what they do just by looking at them. Like if you look at pyrite, it looks like gold. Well, it's going to help you with your money. And once again, is the pyrite going to all of a sudden have a windfall that you are going to be a multimillionaire or, hey, I'm a money magnet? What it does is it's a tool to help you tap into that frequency of money and think about what smart moves you could do to help elevate your financial life. Mm-hmm. Any others for money that you like? I also like malachite. I think malachite is a stone to help you transform your life. There's a bullseye energy on malachite that helps you get to the heart of a matter, tells you to get to your goals, um, how to reorganize or reprioritize the things in your life that will help you get to where you want to go sooner. Citrine, once again, is a very, very powerful stone for money. I personally believe if you use The regular, um, you know, real citrine or even heat treated, I think for me personally, I have found them to both be very powerful. But citrine is also about choosing happiness and where do we put our energy and what choices with what we make. So I love that for happiness. Yeah, I I had bought your guys set for like wealth and prosperity and I did the whole, all the steps with each stone that came with it and uh, part of it is like like writing down what you want to happen. And mm-hmm. It all mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, and what's great is is that you created all that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, the, the, what's great about what you just said is that you took the time to invest in yourself with, hey, what is it that I want? Mm-hmm. What do I want to get clear on? And the stones were a tool to help you manifest that. Yes, 100%. Well, what about manifestation in general? Is there like a manifestation stone in general? I love, okay, so there's a, I, the, the ones I think are amazing are quartz crystal because that's about getting really clear on what you manifest. I love working with fluorite to make wishes. I'm a big wisher. I like, I love making wishes and I think, I think the reason I like that is just that it's fun and it's playful. And the more that we have fun and we play and we laugh and we be childlike, it's so easy to manifest from that state Mm -hmm. because it's not so serious, you know? Um, Chrysocola is really a great stone if you want to start fresh, if you want to start something new. And I love that. And then the other one, I I could go on, but I'm going to only give you one more because there's so many cool ones. (laughs) Phantom Quartz helps you break through blocks. Mm, I haven't heard that. Oh, yeah. In the new book, Crystal 365, give a very simple technique on how to work with with Phantom Quartz. Phantom Quartz is so cool. And it is a powerful way to break through blocks and manifest quickly. Wait, is that the one that looks kind of like a smoky shade? Yeah, it looks like it's when you look at a phantom course, it's almost as 
if a crystal is growing within a crystal. Mm -hmm. So it's like the crystal stops growing and then all of a sudden it starts growing again and then it makes another point. So it shows how we as humans, sometimes we stop growing and sometimes we need to be inspired or sometimes we need to push ourselves to go to that next level and to give ourselves a breakthrough. It's an amazing crystal to work with. Okay. I love that. Okay. What about love? Okay. Woo. That's a big topic. Okay. Big topic. And I have to say, I I went back and forth on including this one topic in the book, but I did because there's so many women. I wanted to make this book very real and really cover as many things as possible. But one stone I'm going to talk about is, um, epidote. And this stone helps people heal from betrayal. And I'm not even just talking about love. Sometimes there's been betrayal from a friend or a coworker or something that gets stuck in our heart that makes us have these heart walls and these belief systems where we stop the energy of love. So obviously you have the regular ones, which is, you know, the rose quartz, which is the stone of love. But I also like to throw in pink opal, which is a stone about having empathy. I also like to throw in rhodonite, which is a stone about learning how to forgive. So love is this emotion. And there's so many different levels to that. We need to hack into what is holding us back so that we can let it go so that we can open up and vibrate to that frequency that is just so awesome. But that's different for everyone. For some, it might be betrayal. For some, it might be forgiveness. For some, it might be grief. For You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. all these different layers. And crystals help us to kind of play with that. And then when we are able to soften up and nurture and heal, then love is easy, right? Yeah. That's a good point. Kind of like getting to the root cause. Yes. But everyone's back. different. Yeah. But everyone's different. And so with this book, I wanted to give enough diversity to the conversation that it wasn't so where people could look at, okay, I got to go a little bit deeper, but it's not going to be hard. I can get there. I just need to be guided on what to do. Mm-hmm. Well, with, I feel like a lot of people have a rose quartz. Yes. So do you have a favorite technique? Like, let's say someone's like, I have one of these with me. What, what could I do with this right now? Okay. I'm a big I'm all about putting crystals in your bra. And I think that one of the coolest crystals to put in your bra as a woman is rose quartz because rose quartz is all about unconditional love. It brings the softness out of a woman, that grace, that feminine, that, that energy of what women are. You know what I mean? When we're at our highest potential, We're magnificent in this energy of beauty and grace and just nourishment. And I really love rose quartz when it's placed over the heart at the bra point as just this soft, soft stone that brings the best out of a person. Someone should make bras with crystals. I know. I know. That's a great idea. I love that. Someone someone listening. (laughs) New business venture. New business venture. Huge. I love that. You guys should do Energy Muse bras. I know. You know what? We thought about it. 
Um, it's just, you know, that's a whole other business with <laughs> yeah. clothing, but I definitely think it's a brilliant idea and it's so needed, like a little pocket for your rose court. So if you guys decide to do that, any lingerie company companies out there and want to collaborate, call us for All the right. <laughs> putting it out there. Yeah. I love, it. I love that. We're manifesting it today. <laughs> yes, we Fantastic. are. <laughs> okay. So let's see. Um, one more. What about confidence? Okay. So. There's a couple on that conversation too. I think that carnelian is this very confident stone. It has a lot of creativity to it. I love tiger's eye. I love the energy of courage that tiger's eye brings. And when somebody's courageous and confident, that's just amazing. So I love that combo of tiger's eye and carnelian together to activate that energy in somebody. Okay. I love my tiger's eye. I love tiger's eye. Love it. It is very powerful. Um, yeah. Okay. I, what I lied one more. Um, okay. like intuition and yes. connecting with guides and like all of that. Okay. So a couple on that moonstone, I think is an amazing stone for discovering your life purpose. I think it is magnificent. I love lapis lazuli, which is this stone of wisdom, but it helps you to really take a lead in your own life. Labradorite is great for unleashing your limitless potential. Obviously, you know, amethyst is this amazing intuitive stone, but it's stone to have peace of mind. So there's, once again, there's a whole conversation is, what directive do you want to do in unlocking what aspect of yourself and just working with one thing at a time for over a period of time, in my opinion, is the fastest way to hack into all this. Just give yourself a time period. Hey, for the next 21 days, I'm going to work with this crystal and this intention and see what happens. It is, it's actually really mind blowing to see how fast things could shift if you stay consistent with it. Yeah, it's very true. And I think it's easy for people to just try it like you know they get a bunch of crystals at once and then they're yeah. not really you know putting solid effort in with any single one so they're not really right noticing. yeah so that's why with this book i wanted to make it very simple like do this one thing every single day and try it for 21 days and see what happens And it's going to take you less than two minutes to do every day so most people can integrate that because everyone's busy and i know there's a lot going on yeah, and they're just so pretty. Why don't? Why wouldn't you want yeah. to have crystals everywhere? Why not? They're so pretty, and they make you happy. Yay! So, in terms of all these crystals and like their properties, my yeah. question is, like, how did someone figure out what all these properties are? Like, who decided this? Like, how did the? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I think what happens is, it's kind of like I'm trying to explain. Think how I would explain it. You know how you have different friends and each friend has kind of like one friend is like, you know, maybe that one friend is that person you talk to because she's very uplifting. Mm -hmm. And then you have a friend that's so creative and just really got that energy going. And then you have maybe one friend that's more serious and deep, mm -hmm. but different, there's different personalities. And I definitely can say this a hundred percent. Once you start engaging with crystals and connecting with them and just holding them and having them around, they really do 
have different personalities and they really do feel different. Like a rose quartz feels completely different than a rhodonite and they're both pink. Mm -hmm. So once again, for me, my whole journey about crystals is about feeling. It's not about the intellect. And the more you connect with them and feel them, the more you'll feel what they have to share with us because they come from the earth. There's an energy frequency of Mama Gaia that resides within them. So basically just over the years, people have come to discover what the different personalities are and that was passed on. I think so. I think that there's definitely, you know, um, Melody, who for me, she was one of the first people. It's her book is called Love is in the Earth. And she was, I think, a scientist of some sort. So she wrote this book and it was the first book really that ha and I, there probably were others before that. It's the first one for me that I discovered that had, OK, here's the mineral components of these crystals. And then here's what the energy could be of these crystals. And I definitely think for me, there's some crystals that I feel have different energies. And because I've worked with them for so long, I definitely see a consistency with it. But once again, with all of this and with anything in life, in my personal opinion, you have to try, you have to do your own research, you have to have your own experiences. And biggest than anything, we need more people trusting themselves and having their own experiences and their own data. Mm -hmm. It's so important. Do you have a story, like maybe an experience of like for you, one of the most profound experiences you've had with a crystal, like in terms of it, it brought something about for you that you were just like, whoa. You know what, for me, I'm going to be honest, like my days, like when I come home, my family's like, what happened today? Because there's always so much <laughs> going on because I, you know, I live a different life than most people. And the fact that I am very, there's a lot of signs and synchronicities mm -hmm. and very cool things that happen on a daily basis, which I think happens when you start working and probably, you know, this, when you start getting into this fluidity and this flow of life, mm -hmm. it's amazing how things transform. Mm -hmm. But I will say what's so cool about, you know, doing what we do for you here at Energy Muse is the people that come in that, and I have to say, even the men that come in that say, you know what, I came in, my wife, forced me to come in. She says that I need to get this and I'm coming because she told me to come. And yet those are the guys that usually come back and said, I can't believe, and they whisper like, <laughs> I can't believe this totally works, but I want to get more. So what I found with um, a lot of people is some will reluctantly come in because they were forced by a loved one or whatever. But those are usually the people that have the biggest transformations because they opened up to an area they thought could never, ever be, but maybe it was always there all along. They just were opening up to see it. Yeah, very true. Well, I think everyone's going to need to go get some crystals and get your new oh, book. thank <laughs> you. Well, with our new book, we're selling a kit. So oh. it's it's what, come, what, I, what I love about, and I have to say I didn't, the, we have an amazing team here at Energy Muse that came up with this idea. But basically, the book comes with the 52 tumbled crystal stones. So you could buy the book and the crystals together so you could get started. Plus, I just if anybody has kids out there, I think it's such a cool way 
for little kids to open up and see where these crystals come from, because they come from all over the world. And this book will say, hey, amethyst comes from these regions on the planet. So it's almost like a, you know, you get to learn about the mineral world, too. Plus, you get to learn about the energy world. And it's all in one kit, all together, and you could start today. Yeah, I need that kit. That sounds like It's so really fun. cool. Yeah, it's very <laughs> Amazing. Fun. Well, thank you so much, Heather. Can you just remind everyone where they can find more from you and get the book? Oh, thank you. Um, Crystal 365 right now is launching on November 12th. You could purchase it on Amazon, and there's a whole bunch of free stuff if you go to energymuse.com that you could upload. We are on all the social media outlets, energymuse.com, and my personal Instagram is Heather underscore Askinosi for all your crystal secrets and info oh i am here for the crystal secrets i'm very <laughs> excited <laughs> thank oh, you so much heather i really appreciate it thank you so much it was fun thank you thank you so much to heather for coming on the podcast and sharing all of her crystal knowledge i love all these crystals and i am really excited for you guys to tell me what you thought about this episode for more from Heather, you can find her on Instagram at Heather Askinosi. You can also head to energymuse.com, of course, to check out all things Energy Muse and find them on Instagram at Energy Muse. And definitely check out Heather's new book, Crystal365. It's amazing. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to share it with someone you think would enjoy it. If you want to share it on social media, I always appreciate that so much. And you can tag me, tag Heather, tag Energy Muse, tag Wellness Realness Podcast. And that way I can say thank you. If you're not already in our Facebook group, Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe, I would love to have you there. You can connect with other listeners in that group, talk about things from episodes. Nothing is off limits. And of course, if you haven't already, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes if you want to show your support. It's a really helpful way for other people to find out about the show and that way we can keep growing this community that's going to be it for today thank you so much again for tuning in i hope you have an awesome rest of your day have a great weekend and i will talk to you again next